What's up, guys? Welcome to the Social Media Entrepreneurs Podcast, teaching you how to become a full-time entrepreneur by leveraging modern social media strategies. I'm your host, Derek Fidel, and on today's episode, we are talking about the trait that reveals itself to me the quickest on whether someone is going to make it an entrepreneurship or not. Something I like to do on this podcast is to tell people why they might not want to be an entrepreneur. I almost said why they're not cut out to be an entrepreneur, but that's not accurate because anyone can do it just the same way that anyone can learn an instrument to the level that they can join a band and then potentially make it in music to the level that anyone can apply themselves every day to learning art to make beautiful paintings and sell them. Anyone can do those things. The thing that keeps you from being able to do it is that it's not what you actually want. It's not the trade-off that you wanna experience. Of course, everyone wants the end result with almost every career out there. I wanna be a rock star. Well, do you wanna play guitar over four hours a day? Do you wanna go through hiring people to be in your band and then people quit and are late to practice and you got to find a place to practice and your neighbors complain about the noise. People don't want the journey and that's all that it comes down to. So your skill set that you're born with or like the talent that you're born with plus the skill set that you'll learn. Could you do entrepreneurship? Yes. But is it what you actually want? I, I think about less than 5% of people find that it's what they actually want in life. So that's why I say a lot of people can't do it. But this is a trait that tells me that the fear of pursuing entrepreneurship will hold someone back and likely will always hold someone back. So this came up because I had a call with a friend a few days ago, and I am 99.9% sure he's not going to listen to this podcast. (laughs) So I might be a little harsh here. I'm going to take my chances. And he messaged me on Instagram. He said, hey, I'm looking to make a career change. I was wondering about what you're doing now. You're always doing these new things, it seems like. And I was like, all right, yeah, I'm running a few businesses. I would be happy to do a phone call with you. Let's figure out what the next best career move would be for you in life. Because I love figuring that out with people. But what I've also found, I I feel like I've always got a good idea of how to figure this out with someone. But every time I've talked to someone that wants help figuring out their new career, the real issue turns out to be that they have no belief in themselves because they know what they want to do. They know a really solid path to do it, but it's the one that involves them putting themselves out there. So they've always known what the path is, but they can't choose the correct path. So they choose wrong paths and then they think, ah, I just, I don't know what the right path is when they damn well know what it is. So for instance, if you wanted to get into the film industry, right? Cinematog- cinematography. I've had multiple friends that have wanted to do this. 
is it a better idea to go to college and learn about the history of film and study movies and get some kind of degree that lets these potential film studios know that you watched old movies and wrote critiques on them or is it better to just get a camera find some people who want to be actors in your area write a script go out there film the video post it on youtube and do that over and over again until you get really good and then when you apply to do editing for these studios you don't say look i took editing 101 you just say, here's my films that I've made because I'm a go-getter and I put myself out there and I just get what I want in life because I just go out and do it. You don't need to wait to get hired to be a film director. You're a film director the second you decide to be a film director. And that's the thing with entrepreneurship too, which is why you should never, ever consider going to college to learn marketing, business, entrepreneurship, to be an entrepreneur. It makes absolutely no sense. You'll never hear an entrepreneur say anything differently. They have zero things that they can teach you that are relevant. The only thing that you can learn in entrepreneurship is becoming a business owner immediately. I had a friend that wanted to start a peanut butter business and he's like, yeah, my parents are making me go to school first to, be an, to take entrepreneurship degree and then they'll consider you know, supporting me in opening my peanut butter business. And this is not the trait that I'm gonna talk about today, but I also knew that guy will never make it because if your parents have any kind of control over your decision-making, that is also a huge sign that you'll never make it in entrepreneurship. If anyone but you is running your life, then you'll never make it, plain and simple. Because that's that's with it being a music musician, okay? Every film you've ever seen on bands that made it, like that Queen documentary, what did his parents say the whole time? You'll don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. Screw you, mom and dad, and then he doesn't. Okay? It's not to be like angry at your parents. You can totally do this with poise, but you will not find entrepreneurs like Alex Hormozzi included, very bad relationship with his father for years until he made it. Most of your parents, most of your friends will never support you until you are getting a lot of money. All right? And that's the fact of the matter. Same with me. Most of my family has never really supported me in a way that is proper. They're always like, yeah, well, you could probably use that experience to get another job. What the fuck are you talking about? All right, that makes no sense to me. I'm like, do you know who I am? Like, have you been paying attention to who I am at all if you think that getting a traditional job is something I would ever consider. And they're like, yeah, but you said that your business is kind of down right now. So wouldn't that be the next logical explanation? No, obviously not. So the trait that reveals itself the quickest to whether I know someone is going to be able to accomplish whatever they want to in life, regardless of entrepreneurship, is that they would rather talk about their problems than get the answer. So this guy, I, I get on the call with him. I'm like, all right, so what are you doing for work right now? 10 minute answer. So just tell me the name of the company you work with and let me ask the next question. He's like, oh, I do this. So like I work this shift and then 
I do this. So I'll be like working at the desk and then someone will come in and then they'll do this. And I'm like, you don't need to, why did you think I was asking for you to explain your job in excruciating details? Just tell me where you work and then I'll ask the next question. And every time I talk to people who are stuck in life, it always is so apparent that the reason why is they just want to talk about their problems rather than say, all right, cool. Yeah, Derek. Yeah, what were you thinking? All right, so th this is what, what I got going on. I tried this. I tried this. I'm working here right now. And then shut the fuck up and let me give you the answer that you came on the call. This is essentially a coaching call. And this guy did 80% of the talking. Now, if it was a sales call for me to try to sell him into one of my programs, that's the correct ratio that you want. But if you're trying to get a coaching call from someone, the person giving you the advice should be doing more than half of the talking. And the whole conversation was me trying to get him to shut up so that I could tell him what he needed to know, but he just kept talking about his problems. And this is my biggest complaint about therapy. Now, I'm someone who hasn't really done very much of that in the past. I had a therapist for a bit that um, would write me a medication, and that was basically the reason why I went to him. And what ended up happening is he bought coaching from me. <laughs> it was hilarious. He's bought like quite a bit of coaching from me. And uh, yeah, so I'm like, all right, even my therapist ends up getting coached by me. <laughs> so I'm not going to say that there aren't therapists out there who would school me, who could teach me some things about myself. But a lot of the people that go to therapy aren't looking to get fixed. They're just looking to talk about their problem. So I think it, therapy is an amazing idea. If you go there for the sake of, okay, let me get some help with my problem and then, and then I'm good. Robin Williams is someone who went to therapy every single day for over 10 years leading up to his suicide. And it's because he just wanted to talk about his problem rather than get the solution and then run with it. And this will be the same thing. When I talk to an entrepreneur who says, hey, Derek, I got, I got this busy day. I got all these things I got to do. I need help with this. All right, tell me this. Okay, got it. Tell me about this. All right, got it. And then they're like, all right, thank you. And then they're their goal is to get off the call as soon as possible. Someone who will not make it in whatever they're looking to do in life, and there's not even much that you can do about this because I never see these people get better. They are just so stuck in victim mentality that they just want to talk about what's not going well rather than get a solution. Even when you tell them the solution or your proposed solutions, what you think might be good, a good idea. They're not listening with intent to learn. You can tell because they're not like good idea. Yes. No, I like that a lot. Thank you for saying that. They don't say things like that. People that are coachable say things like that. People that are not coachable say, yeah, but blah, blah, blah. I tried that, but it's hard. They allude to the difficulty as if the difficulty has anything to do with it. Of course it's hard. It would be completely worthless if it wasn't hard. Why would you do something that isn't hard? Their mind is just broken.
So if you are someone that when you go to someone for help for your life or coaching in your business, you can know if you're going to make it in any endeavor that you want to make it in. If your goal showing up to those calls is to get your advice and get back to work. But if your goal is to talk as long as you can and make this a one and a half hour phone call with zero actual advice given because anytime I would try to give advice, it was just cut off by, yeah, that's hard though. And that's a long, that would take a long time. You don't, you gotta really take a good long look in the hard look in the mirror because there's, I can't even help you because you won't even let me help you. And, and that's just anyone. It doesn't matter if it's me or, or not. It could be the, it could be the most qualified person in the world to give you advice, but their real problem is the fear of trying. So that's at the root of it. The trait that reveals whether someone will make it in entrepreneurship or any endeavor they want to do or not is that they have the fear of trying. So the fear of failure. The fear of failure remaining real in your mind is what would be holding these people back. And I don't know how to diagnose that because I have never had that. If anyone can do it, so can I. It's always been that way. And I hope you guys are the same with whatever endeavor that you have. It's commonly referred to as cockiness by people who have a fear of failure, but it is not called cockiness by people who don't. And it's because they're like, yeah, I think the same way. So allow yourself to know that you can do whatever you know that you were put on this earth to do. You can't do whatever you want because not everyone wants to go through the path that would get them to whatever result. I can't be an NBA player. I certainly got some physical limit limitations being 5'10 and a half and uncoordinated and not <laughs> my my arms work better than my legs. I'm way more likely to be a baseball player. But uh, if I played basketball six hours a day, hey, I've got a shot. Nothing intrigues me about playing basketball more than an hour a day. An hour a week, excuse me. So there you go. I, I can't do that because I, I don't want to do that, right? Anything that you want to do in life, you can do. And the only thing that would be stopping you from doing that is the fear of failure, which makes no sense. It really doesn't. We're all going to die. And um, I'm going to wrap up here by saying this goes hand in hand with do you have an acute sense of time? A lot of entrepreneurs and high achievers take their motivation from death. The thought of, well, I'm going to die one day. So how would I like to do that? How would I like to be on my deathbed with these stories or with these stories? with these successes and failures or with neither? Would I rather have the failures and the successes or would I rather have neither? 
I think you guys should choose the path of failure and success rather than the path of playing it safe. So put yourself out there today. And I hope something clicked with you because I don't know how much I've actually taught today as much as just called out some people. But that's what I got to say. Subscribe. Talk to you soon.